1: Welcome back everyone to Neo Reality Collective. I'm your host Eric Brown and this is the first official episode in a long while since, well, we got busy with reviews and I had to reorganize some things and plans to upload the episode, episodic ones onto YouTube down the road and I thought... Uh, we gotta get back into something. I've been planning to do an episode for a while. I just kept getting delayed and delayed. And sleeping pads getting messed up in my personal life. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of in this situation on that. Still having an issue on that. But, let's finally talk about... A subject. We're going back to the subjects matter that's newsworthy and whatnot. And I was waiting for some more details about this to come out. Originally I was gonna do a trailer-based reaction type stuff and talk about it, but not really in the vein that's usually done. But that also went off the hay wall because one of them was gonna include Spider-Man No Way from Home, No Way Home and Whatnot. But I wanted to get back into things, and as we go, and I fit, finally had to rewatch The Mandalorian Season 1 and 2, love that. Uh, you'll get my full episode, episode review thoughts later down the road, but let's go into thousands of years ago in the distant past. I, Darth Revan, rose from the legend's ashes, unleashed an unspeakable evil. Until I was, until everything got way too complicated and then I went ahead and had my memories erased, and then I was, which leads to multiple questions I have, but I'll get back to that. So, yeah. Back earlier this year, it was reported that Knights of the Old Republic game was reportedly in development without EA or Bioware. And I was interested in this, like, because Bioware was the original makers of the first game, and thus... And while it would have been interesting if it was Obsidian, they said it was not as mysterious as you think. It's just not a household name most people are aware of. And I was like, oh, so it's not Obsidian because people aren't aware of that game and the history on that content. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Night to the Old Republic 2 had so many co- content. But, um, Yeah. So, this was in the breakout after Disney had taken away the exclusivity rights of Star Wars away from EA. And now just restarted their publishing for arm of Lucas Game, LucasArts. Yay! I mean, like, it shouldn't have been shut down out of the way. But, and now they're going to be more like... Forming the treasure trove to all developers who want in on it and whatnot one of the future games is being developed by Ubisoft massive which um, Okay, and EA will still make projects down the road, but without the exclusive rights and Ubisoft massive holding a Star Wars game. I want to say something but I can't. Like, would I love to see an open world game? Oh, hell yes. Would I love it if it was anyone but Ubisoft? Or Activision Blizzard? Most definitely. Given what's coming out about them and my uncomfortableness about the subject. Honestly, I'm hoping Obsidian gets a run with it again. I'm like, they they should have a right to continue the story they had planned, but that that led to the, back to that. So... Rumor was is that the Ubisoft Master game is a Bounty Hunter one, but it's unknown at this time with it. It could be EA handling it. Some, think, some don't think it's in 3 quite yet, but yeah, when I heard the Bounty Hunter game, I was like, well, we just had the Mandalorian and now we're going to soon get the Book of Boba Fett. So really, it'd be kind of hard to really gravitate to another Bounty Hunter game and whatnot but uh now the bounty hunter like i know we all love B- jango effect story but yeah i'm like i enjoyed it but yeah um i'm glad ea lost the right exclusives because let's be real they, they really should not have done that but that's neither here nor there However, I will state for the record that months later, during the EA, during the Sony PlayStation showcase, Natsuki Old Republic remake for PS5 and PC was announced. Handling, and it's not developed by EA, it's not developed by Activision, it's not developed by Ubisoft, it's developed by, uh, if I can pronounce it right, I would, but I feel I might make it horrible wording and contextual wise. Okay, basically it's the guys who ported the old Republic games onto mobile and to Switch and all that. And that was like, you know, I should have suspected they would have a role in it, but in terms of developing games, like, I'm not saying porting a game is, is easy, it's not, I can understand that, but like, I don't know how to feel about them. They, they have done, um, stuff with Republic Commando, Jedi Outcast, and have ported over the games of Re- Old Republic. But I don't know if, you know, they're, like, you know, the, the, the people I would suspect that would be behind certain stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. In terms of developments in the history, um... Oh, God. It's kind of hard to figure out exactly how I'm trying to describe this. Like, they've ported a bunch of games and in the past. And... I, I don't know if they really have... And, and, like, they have done Star Wars in the past. But, like, in terms of port... But they've mostly done ports. And they have done games at the time. But... It... I'm not really sure how I feel about them being gifted the power to control this stuff. I mean, like, they could pop, they could probably surprise me and whatnot. They've, they've done it, so I'll give them a chance on that. But I'm just a little worried and whatnot, but I'm not 100% certain with them. Um, them being the ones who do this project i'm like they might shock me i don't know but yeah there is another piece of news i do want to point out about this so since they announced it they announced the trailer which is highlighting that Revan is back and he's coming back to kick ass and whatnot and take names and it's a remake, so they say it would be from the ground up, following on from their previous efforts, Republic Commando* and *Jedi Outcast*. The trailer shown t- during today's PlayStation Showcase showed Darth Revan igniting his lightsaber with an ominous voiceover. And yeah, <clears throat> so this is confirmed to be an early development, and the work has been happening on the top for a little while in close collaboration with Lucasfilm Games or Lucas Arts. The executive producer of Lucasfilm Games and, and the producer of the studio says the team is taking it's time to balance the way to fan expectation, authenticity to the Ristol, and as well as necess- any necessary changes or updates. Uh, so you're going to retcon out the whole we had it first before Disney did, where they introduced a LGBT character in 2004 before, it, though they didn't really make it obvious or like you had to do certain paths to get that knowledge of it but it was canon but you know we're gonna ignore that because that was not overt and therefore it doesn't count according to disney because that's the other star wars timeline by the way uh yeah they, they, they totally did that like i remember uh well, I can't remember which Star Wars new canon book I think this was during the films where they where people were praising Star Wars for finally having an LGBT character and I was like um I, I think 19th the Republic 1 did that I'm like they didn't make it obvious you had to do certain paths to get it or play a female Revan but it was there so what the hell everyone oh god like, I don't know what was going through at the mines at the time. But, yeah. This is said to be a ground-up re recreation of the game. Now, I get the feeling it's going to be like Final Fantasy Remake. How? But, whereas Final Fantasy VII Remake was more of a secret sequel, as I view it as. And, kind of hinting it's branching off into alternate timelines. But... Remake by Knights of the Old Republic Remake is a standalone product, but there's just two major things about this Uh one is Will this all ult- like one of the things that were brought up that they're bringing back certain people like Jennifer Hale as bachelor Sean so yay! the lead producer announced that a lot of Other members of the of the old crew coming back except for some like sadly Tom Kane can't return for the remake due to serious health retirement reasons. God damn it! Uh, yeah, he suffered a stroke at the end of 2020, that left him with the right side weakness and damage to the speech center of his brain. And yeah, he has to retire. He voiced uh, Vandar and other characters, and also the person who put who voiced it. Kanderous, aka Mandalore the Preserver in the sequel timeline, in the uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 timeline and Knights of the Old Republic 1 is is quite passed away several years back, so he's not coming back, obviously, for various circumstances, but there is another thing I wanted to point out about this. Let's get to a little ad break and I will go ahead and explain something else about the remake that's been also being speculated about and what I'm kind of hoping for they can do. See you after the break, everyone. Back, everyone, from break. Let's get right into this. So one of the other things that was brought up about Knights of the Old Republic remake is that there is speculation Not confirmed, despite the above taser and no idea what the plans are, other than the Jedi Civil Wars coming back. There are news on the project that was leaking out at the time, and there has been now speculation that the remake will actually include parts of both Knights of the Old Republic 1 and Knights of the Old Republic 2, and also establish some more from from those games in the official Star Wars canon. This is something Disney seems to be keen on, as it spins off Star Wars off into new books, shows, and movies, and games. So, now this is just speculation, but let's. But right before we get into that. Uh, the fact that we have that ever since Star Wars Visions happened, there have been, according to Star Wars theory, rumors and reports that Disney is now opting for more unofficial canonical stories so we could get the Legends timeline coming back. We could get multiple timelines coming in. Like, I'm still saying we should just establish a multiverse and be done with this argument because, (laughs) oh, I mean, let's be real. Like they have to think about this at this point. I mean, like Marvel just did it with their MCU stuff. They've recanonized every Marvel movie now, especially with Far, From- No Way Home's trailer and ending, and what they did in another M- Marvel Sony-based movie. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, think of that, what you will. But I- I'm once again wondering what's. Which universe does this take place in? Is this a remake of the Old Republic timeline? Is it the Legends timeline? Is it the new canon timeline? Like, we don't know that yet. We haven't been officially confirmed on that stuff, and with Star Wars Vision success, there were rumors going around that they might make more timelines, essentially, nor unofficial canons, so we can get alternate timelines. We can get our own what-if show Oh, that Star Wars done. I recommend we hire that guy from Star Wars Elseworlds to go ahead and rate and do the project because damn it he's the, he's the best guy we got for this I am mean, like Disney has rehired has hired people from the YouTube space they even rehired that guy that went ahead and head and picked up the Luke face much better than the multi-billion dollar conglomerate can do which is unbelievably sad but at least they acknowledge we are unbelievably sad and thus we will hire this person I digress. But yeah, Knights of the Old Republic Remake uh, is now said to be, inclu- might include, speculatory talk, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, or at least parts of them, in order to make it a more complete experience. Okay, so here's the thing about Knights of the Old Republic 2, when you say, oh, it might include parts of both. Okay, I just have one question. Uh, which one? Because there is a horrible, horrible, weak ton of of cut content from Knights of the Old Republic 2. Like I had to save this article. Like, <laughs> like there are certain dialogue jokes. There were certain plans, like Mandalore, and. They were also going to go ahead and have Bodur and interact with Mandalore and and how the Exile was supposed to die in this and then was coming back. And there was also going to be random HK-50s randomly. If HK-47, then he was to capture one and torture it to reveal the location of my HK-50 factory. There was Kraya not being a fan of droids. So, yeah, uh, like, there was a lot of stuff. Like, I'm only scratching the surface. Like, there were going to be holocrons people found. Like, Anton would would ask about, could lie about his past and later tell Kraya about it. Uh, they were going to explore more of Anton and Kraya's plot together. And... There were supposed to be, like, Kreia sensing Sinon's presence. Like, I'm saying, this is just small stuff or big plot stuff they could do. But they were also going to have a scene where Bodor could die. They were going to have the HK Factory be exploited, where um, he could turn the HK-50s and HK-51s to his side. Uh, upgrade his power, blow them all up, and this will ultimately determine the final fate of Malachor Five. Um, and and like I said so they established that Revan and whatnot were becoming canonized in the new canon and they did bring Malachor back though like I said like I mentioned Malachor 5 so theoretically you could still have another Malachor that was just happened to be devastated by Jedi and Sith and the other one be devastated by Jedi and Mandalorian with Sith in the background manipulating everything and yeah, we also were supposed to get a lost Padawan to meet. We were going to see Mandalore the Preserver unmasked. We were also going to get an entire planet of storylines. But then they uh, that was an entire droid planet. Yeah. Oh, man. That was not going gonna to end well. Uh, more stuff like Got- Goto and all his plans he had in mind. And have, um, apparently there was a plan with the Wookiee character. If you went dark side where the Wookiee was going to sacrifice his life, where he would throw the exile onto the Ebon Hawk as Malachor destroys itself, much like, but they cut that out because they said, well, we're killing out Chewbacca in a pretty similar fashion at the time, so we can't do that. Uh, there was also going to be also an insane Onat uh, Carthonas um, son who was uh, was um, going to be driven insane and attack the exile. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and then you were also going to have more companions show up, and he was really replaced by the disciple. Oh, and the Ravager's crash that if the Exile didn't go ahead and leave, leave the Ravager while replacing the Broken Proton Core, the Ravager crashes into Tito's Five Station and explodes. So, yeah. And there were also going to be plans for other characters who were supposed to be around, like that other counselor member that was that was found dead on, Ma- on Korriban was also was turned out to be alive and then ultimately be killed by Kreia. And there were multiple Star Wars Star Wars Restoration Projects, which would be massive, and, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad when you look at all this cut content. So, yeah. So much was cut, and, it's just kind of stunning how much much was going to be planned but yeah this ultimately led to that restoration mod, mod content by the other fan, fan based development teams and even modders restoring the cut planet m478 which was made available and later expanded upon enhancement project was developed and yeah this was basically all out to restore the missing content but that isn't canon according to to films back then and i'm honestly interested if they could look at all that cut content but i would have loved if they kept if they brought if they brought some of that old cut content back if they actually do incorporate kotar 2 and another thing about the game i've been worried about since disney has become so obsessed with canonizing everything it's not gonna be more of that player choice that we got like we did in the old Republic public original games. Whereas there was an official canon and we still were allowed to craft our own story, do our own choices and whatnot, and ultimately do whatever we want. So I was like, as I was thinking about this video, when I was podcast, when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, so I know they have a canon state status on this and everything has to fit together, everything must be connected, everything must matter. So, this is what I was thinking. Why not make two separate playthroughs? One called the canon version, which basically means that you play as the canonically defined character And in the separate version, you make a separate, separate timeline kind of thing where you have your own story and you can change the character's gender and you can go ahead and change the outcomes of everything. But there is an official canon version out there that we could still play, but we still get our own choices throughout like we did with The Old Republic. In fact, now that I think about it, what does Star Wars The Old Republic do with this? Like, since that's still being really developed by Bioware still to this day. And what does this mean? If if Kotar 2 is part of this game, or at least elements of it, will we see Kreia? Because, for God's sakes, I want to see Kreia back. Because, let's be real, Kreia is one of the most interesting written characters in Star Wars. She's basically, hey, what if we did the Last Jedi deconstruction, but we actually did it good before there was even an idea for Last Jedi? Yeah. (laughs) So... Yeah. Ultimately, I was hoping that we would go ahead and see Kraya again. She never shows up in any other material outside of Knights of the Republic 2. Which is honestly unique. Because you would think, with a character as popular as her, they would be Lucasfilm. And LucasArts would have been really wanting to bank on that. I'm kind of amazed they never did. So I gotta give them credit. They They threw that money, Treasure Trove, and milked the holy hell out of her. But... I'm kind of curious to know if she'll be back for Kotar 2, for the Kotar 2 element that they're adding to the Knights Republic remake, because, let's be real, I kind of want that. Mostly, give Disney one last shot to really be that deconstructive story, but their own interpretation on it. Though, at the same time, I don't want them to screw up Kray on this, because then they'll probably do what she did, what they did with Luke and not make it as interesting, We'll have to see. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what I, what, am I excited for this game? Oh, oh definitely. I, I hope we get something great out of it. And I really do hope they don't delist the other two game, the other previous games, so we still have the old stories. And plus that, that does now explain for fans why Disney scrapped the fan game they were making at the time that some fans were making because Disney's a conglomerate, even though they've approved multiple fan films, including a fan series being developed by Unreal Cinema, which is a, about 10 mini uh, mini series they're developing. I don't know how many episodes they're going to have. You're going to have to check that out. But... <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's just crazy. And I really am hoping we get... Uh, more stuff around with this content and I hope that they do bring in some of that cut content like okay that's actually quite interesting let's try and reinterpret that into the new timeline or but there's still no update if this is canon timeline or legends timeline or an alternate timeline like I said we, we have ever since the vision came out and how successful that went since they're non-canon there has been speculation that they might actually finally do non-canonical stories and might do it alternate timelines one can only hope I- I'm excited for that but like I said we'll have to see down the road I'm curious I'm looking forward to this let's just hope that Disney doesn't interfere Ooh, man! so we're gonna have to see down the road and I'm looking forward to what's next also, if they do bring in, if they do, and since if they do bring back the character who played Mandalore the Preserver, but the actor has to be replaced, I'm curious to know if, if they reference him later in the Clone War. Since well, the clones are quote Mandalorian clones, which is Mandalorian actually fixed, so that still counts. And there was also that whole massive storyline with Atris and how Darth Freya would have been Atris and Kreia would have died, which. Honestly, it would have been very interesting if she was the surprise antagonist at the end. But, we'll have to see. <laughs> oh, man. But, <laughs> we're gonna have to see where this goes and i'm looking forward to it uh we'll have to see i'm looking forward to more updates i would honestly wait a long period of time when developing this if you're including both versions of the both sequel both the sequel and the original game in this because i would make for a much massive project so we'll have to see. I'm looking forward to it. I hope for you all do it. This is Neo Reality Entertainment of Neo Reality Collective signing off. Eric Brown, your host. Oh, stay tuned for more, and I'll and let's signal you all out, everyone. Take care.
0: Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The WrestleVerse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.